my teaching, my values, whatever. Good morning and welcome into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao. Got a fantastic show lined up for you. We have a mayor's corner, Scott Stewart. Got to sit down with Pulaski's mayor. We'll have that for you a little bit later. We've also got uh, all of the ribbon cuttings from Spring Hill and in Giles County as well. We've also got a special report from Columbia Academy where they have received some AEDs and trauma kits from a governor's grant. So really excited to bring you today's show. Of course, we've got sports and weather as well. So stick around for all of that. But right now, we're going to get you the news on The Wrap. On the front page of Main Street Murray this week, our top story comes from a situation at Columbia Central High School where the uh, alleged school shooter hoax took place back in May. A man has been arrested in connection with his response to the event as uh, Roy Brooks, a former firefighter in Columbia, uh, was indicted last week for carrying a weapon on school grounds. He was not authorized to be there. Uh, and so he was indicted on those charges. Uh, there's full details in there as well as a situation where Dr. Michael Steele, the principal at Columbia Central, uh, found himself suspended after uh, last week. So there are details involving all of that in that story. You can also find on the front page a print story about those AEDs I just mentioned and trauma kits from Columbia Academy, as well as an update on the guaranteed maximum price for the Judicial Center here in Murray County and a development in Spring Hill was denied at the Board of Mayor and Alderman meeting. A, a rezoning request was denied, and so you can find details there as well. All of that and much, much more on the inside uh, of Main Street Murray, so make sure to pick up your copy. Right now, we're going to send you down to Pulaski where Scott Stewart is standing by. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Stewart with Pulaski Citizen Wrap for the week. Before I get started, on the newspaper this week, I want to make sure you guys know that coming up here in just a few minutes, I've got an interview with Pulaski Mayor J.J. Brindley. And look, our interview went so well that I'm going to have two or three segments out of this coming up over the next couple of weeks. So make sure you don't miss any of it because there's a lot of information that J.J. wants to share with uh, about what's going on in the city of Pulaski. We've got an extra special Pulaski citizen this week. Beginning with our Citizen Spotlight, who is Pat Woodard, and she's right there at the top of the front page. The front page also teases to our annual Emergency Responders Salute section that we do every year. Uh, the Here's the Beef Festival is coming, and we've got a front page article uh, about the Here's the Beef, as well as an insert that is in, uh, inside the paper this week that tells you all the events, the exhibits, everything you need to know about Here's the Beef is right there. Uh, in this week's Pulaski Citizen. Last week, Giles County Executive Graham Stowe gave the county's governing body a C in the annual report for the county. Read what he had to say right there on the front page in this week's paper. The city of Pulaski is making an offer on the old Merco or Genesco building, depending on what generation you are, over on Cemetery Street uh, near Sam Davis Park. 
Uh, you can find out all about that on the front page. There was a bad wreck at the intersection of Highway 31 and the bypass Friday. You can find out how that wreck occurred. And on the front page this week, we celebrate Richmond's first win of the football season with a front page photo from their game last week. Inside, we follow up with the story of a local market that had been accused of selling beer to minors. And uh, they had another hearing in front of the city's beer board. Also inside are the results of last week's county commission meeting, which includes the votes uh, that were made on nonprofit charitable organization funding. Giles Pass features Stella this week. Margaret has recipes for that end of summer party that y'all have coming up this weekend. Last but not least, the one question that we've been asked over and over again since we joined the Main Street Media Tennessee family, are we going to still have fearless forecasters? That is answered this week. The back of B section, there it is. Fearless forecasters. And uh, that answer is yes, so, by the way. For all you guys who stopped me and asked me, fearless forecasters is back. The folks at Main Street Media embraced our fearless forecasters page just like you guys have. So it's there. We got our box right up here. Don't forget our offices now are right here on the square. So if you take them to the old place, you're going to end up having to come up here anyway. Make sure you bring them up here or mail them in as you have in the past. Uh, the deadlines are all on the page, and we're fired up for another season of, of uh, college and pro football in the Fearless Forecasters. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Having a good, confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. Welcome back into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao. Had a chance to go to Columbia Academy earlier this week where they were awarded several new AEDs, both permanent and mobile, as well as four trauma kits and backpacks from Iconos Emergency Management. Got a chance to talk with Randall Roby and Ben Jones. Randall Roby, the CEO of Iconos, and Ben Jones, the head of security at Columbia Academy told us a little bit about how they procured these AEDs and trauma kits, as well as why it's important to have them. So we'll uh, take you to Columbia Academy now. So what we've done is we've been able to um, procure several AEDs and trauma kits from him that will be distributed across the campus. Um, we already have several AEDs on campus. This is more to complement what we already have in place and give them a little bit more resources. This way we will have more AEDs. Um, and medical supplies within reach of more of our uh, sports teams, our recess teams, uh, people that are just spread out across campus. Because if you've never been to our school before, we're a very big, beautiful, sprawling campus, which has its both pros and cons. Uh, one of those is that how do we make sure that we have resources available for people that are at a recess, recess, using our practice fields that are away from our main buildings throughout the day. 
Um, this is one great solution for that. So as you can see, we have several boxes as well as AEDs uh, that will be spread out across campus as well as these trauma kits. These have a um, large variety of medical supplies in there that are enough to do pretty much anything that you can need to do short of an ambulance showing up. Um, that way we can go ahead and treat whatever we need to treat while we have resources coming in from either first responders for the paramedics, fire department, EMS, ambulance, and police services. We um, try to plan for every kind of contingency we can. That's much more difficult when you think of the large variety of things that can happen. However, um, we try to get everybody CPR certified throughout the year, which includes AEDs and EpiPens to help accommodate those kind of emergencies that we might encounter. Everybody's, uh, you know, the biggest concern is, you know, active shooter, active killer situations. And while we do prepare for that, by far, we've had to dial 911 for medical emergencies. We have a number of uh, kids with severe allergies that carry their own EpiPens. Even though we have some that are in, that we keep supplied just in case, uh, we have severe allergies. We have kids that just trip and fall and get hurt. We've had kids that have compound fractures before, skateboarding, fall off that. You have a bone sticking through the skin. And then, of course, you know, kids running on the playground, uh, slip and fall, and their head hits just right to where now we have a, uh, um, a skull fracture. You know, any kind of number of things that has happened in the past and could happen again. Unfortunately, there's really no way to prevent some of these things. So since we can't prevent it, we prepare as best we can to make sure we get the resources there as quickly as possible. Uh, Columbia Academy uh, applied for uh, and, and received grant funds uh, under the GEAR uh, Act, which is the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund. And those funds were made available to non-public schools, uh, and, and so CA put in for those. We helped them uh, put together the grant application and send in the information, which is a, they had a very short turnaround, and so uh, CA worked really hard to get that put together and then, and then sent in. And what they were able to secure funding for were the, the AEDs and the trauma kits, and then Icanos, as an emergency management company, were the provider of the equipment then. Yeah, this is great news for our school, and we're really uh, thankful for the funding for the funding from the state and for Ben Jones, uh, our director of security, his work to make it happen and partnering with Iconos, I Iconos, if I can say that right. Uh, yeah, we're thrilled. Uh, we've already student safety is hugely important to us. It's our first priority. If they're not safe, we can't impact them with our mission. So we try to make sure they're safe. And Ben's main job is to train our teachers to know what to do to take care of our students in every situation. He works on that all the time. He's also an armed person on our campus, and this year we've added our third armed staff member. So we've made a lot of investments, uh, but this is a super addition for us to have AED, more AEDs and trauma kits, and uh, we hope that they get a lot of dust on them, but we're ready to use them if we need to. All right, stick around with more Mornings on Main Street right after this. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Welcome back into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. A lot of new businesses are popping up in and around Southern Middle Tennessee, so we're going to show you some of those ribbon cuttings that have taken place recently in both Spring Hill and down in Giles County on the cut. 
right, stick around. We've got more mornings on Main Street from Southern Middle Tennessee coming your way right after this. Having a good, confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Welcome in everybody. I'm here at the Pulaski City Hall in the Pulaski uh, City Council room, and I'm with uh, Pulaski Mayor J.J. Brindley. How you doing, buddy? Doing fine, Mr. Scott. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. There's a, you know, we talked a couple of months ago, and uh, J.J. had kind of been in office about six months. Now he's mm -hmm. he's uh, going on about eight or nine months now. Yes, sir. Thought we'd get back together, maybe go back over some ground that we covered there, but there's a lot that has gone on with the city of Pulaski. And so I thought we'd just start this off again. I asked you this last time, but I'll ask you again. Uh, talk about your first year's mayor so far. Well, it uh, uh, hasn't been a year yet, but it's, uh, yeah. uh, I tell you, uh, uh, lately it's uh, drinking out of a fire hose. It's probably about <laughs> the best way I know how to explain it. Uh, but it's been fun. I've enjoyed every uh, minute of it. Uh, uh, we're, uh, we've been extremely busy, uh, as I think everyone knows. But uh, uh uh, I'm really enjoying it. I've really gotten my feet wet. I've gotten, uh, uh, I'm getting really comfortable in a good way of, um, of knowing how some of the things work that I didn't understand before. So I, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, maybe talk just a real quick second, and I may hit you with something you weren't sure. ready for, but that's okay. Uh, you know, the difference between what you were expecting it to be when you were running for it and what it is. Yeah, sure. Um, Everybody thinks that you know being mayor that you can you can do anything and you can't <laughs> you know uh, it doesn't work that way you know we have a city council uh, uh, that I respect fully and uh, uh, lean on them very heavily but uh, uh, you know I have people uh, sometimes they see me out somewhere and they'll uh, uh, they'll say uh, uh, they'll ask you know why did so and so change their menu uh, at a restaurant I'm like <laughs> I have no control over that we uh, uh you'll be surprised uh, uh of things that uh you know the the city doesn't put in bowling alleys we don't put in uh restaurants we um uh, we will help recruit that and you know in the recruitment uh, you know we'll get into EDC director and some yeah. new hires but we are working on a plan for that but um uh, but people um uh, uh, it's very, you know, it, and it's hard to understand. And one of the things are, is what's the city, what's the county? Right. Oh, that's it's a big, that's a big, very uh, mis big misconception. Yeah, yeah. It's a, um, a great relationship with um, uh, yeah. County Executive Mr. Stowe, uh, 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 and, and, and I enjoy working with him. Uh, but a lot of people, they'll call me and say, well, what can you do? Uh, I'm on a speed bump on my road in Camelsville. I'm a, <laughs> I have, if it's not in the city limits, and you'll be surprised how small the city limits yeah. really is. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I, you know the, uh, you would be, you, people call about schools or whatnot, and I always try to help any way I can, but the county uh, controls so, the schools. Right. And, and so people, it's just a misconception of, uh, of what people really just don't understand. Yeah, and a lot of times people that have moved here that don't know different, and there's, there's people that's lived here all their lives that really don't, yeah. haven't really noticed that there's a difference. I, as we're talking about the difference between the city and the county, I just would wanted to ask this question because I know there are people that, that think the city council, the, the Pulaski city of Pulaski operates out of the Giles County Courthouse, and we yeah. know that's not true. Mm -hmm. And uh, But 
a, what has happened here at City Hall, which, by the way, is across the street from First National Bank, mm -hmm. uh, some of the stuff that's going on in here is another part of what's been going on since you came in. The beautification mm -hmm. out front, they've taken out uh, a couple of big old trees. Talk a little bit about what's going on here at City Hall. Yeah, uh, excited about the uh, the past administration uh, really put this plan together, uh, so I have to give them the credit for this. But we are uh, going to be uh, upgrading our facade of our building. Uh, yeah. So many people don't know, again, where the City Hall is, uh, just because, one, you couldn't ever see it. Uh, uh, but, two, uh, they just didn't. They think we operate out of the courthouse. Right. So... Uh, 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 we're going to be doing a, um, uh, a really nice facade upgrade. It's going to uh, all new sidewalks out front, uh, uh, new windows, um, uh, paneling. The building's going to be painted. Um, there hasn't been much done to this building at all since 1965 when it was right. constructed. So we're excited just to, uh, uh, you know, we can't ask everybody to, hey, get aggressive about fixing up our downtown, fixing up our buildings if we're not willing to, to uh, fix our own buildings up. Uh, so what's been going on for the last six to eight months, JJ? Uh, a lot, I know. Maybe uh, hit some of the high points. Anything you want to tell us about that you want to highlight as sure. far as what's going on? Yeah, yeah, be glad to. Uh, the, um, we have been really focused on grants uh, yeah. and grant funding. There's a lot of grants out there, and there's a lot. Of, Tennessee is giving away a lot of money, uh, and I, I, I'm just a strong believer that we need to, uh, yeah. we need to be extremely active in this. If it's uh, out there, man, if go it's get out it, there, man. go get it. Somebody else is applying for it, so we have uh, just as much right to go after these. And we've, we've uh, received a lot of grants here recently. Uh, uh, so you know, we're working on our water treatment plant. Uh, we're uh, um, uh, the sidewalk expansions. You know, one things that we're uh, working on right now is, and this will bring up a whole other uh, thing, but we're connecting um, uh, uh, Madison Street to uh, the UT Southern campus, uh, yeah. just on our part. But we're going to light that up nice and be a good corridor for UT Southern students coming in and out of our square. But uh, uh, we have, a, a, you know, we're redoing a bridge um, uh, here, and I believe the uh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland Street is yeah. the uh, bridge we're uh, redoing there. We have a, a, a multimodal grant from TDOT. Um, uh, we we have we have a lot of uh, uh, grants that we've been after and we're receiving and we're working on one right now with the Trelateers um, and uh, um, we'd spend all day if I told you about them all but we're being extremely active in that. You were talking about the uh, trail that go, or the uh, sidewalks going down into UT Southern. That's mm -hmm. part of a bigger deal. City Pulaski's connecting the square to the to the campus and then from the campus on out is one of these multimodal grants you were talking about that's supposed to take us all the way out to the west side of town. Yes, and that's been in, a, uh, in the works for a while and that's going to be, uh, you know, as you communities grow and uh, a lot of people nowadays uh, you know, riding bikes, walking, walking is is a big thing. Uh, uh, they want to be able to walk to yeah. uh, uh, Walmart. They want to be able to walk uh, to East Campus, especially for the students. And oh, yeah. uh, uh, so their their safety is uh, is something that we take, uh, and not just the students. It's everyone. You know, Absolutely. we want people from TCAT. If the students there uh, uh, want to live on the, our downtown and walk to school, we want them to be able to access yes. that. Yes. And so we're. Uh, we're excited about that, and the, it also the project will go uh, from uh, downtown all the way to um, right at TCAT as well. Right, yeah, that was the other part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, the the one that you're working on now is the one that will go out west. Mm -hmm. There's another one that's that's uh, that's a little further, not quite as far down the road, 
these things take four or five years just to even get, oh, yeah. get work started. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, those two, one going east and one going west, uh, we got those coming. The, what you were talking about down at the Trail of Tears, J.J., I believe is a gazebo. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. They're, they're one of our only um, city parks that don't have a gazebo. Yeah, and I didn't know that until you said it before. That's yeah, I went, I'd encourage anyone to go um, uh, uh, there to uh, visit what all they have to offer. They've got a lot of new things. I was surprised of everything that they had to offer and went in. Uh, uh, Miss Louie, uh, um, uh, uh, everybody, whenever I go down there, is, uh, is open. They want people uh, uh, to come. Miss yeah. Tatum, you know, they're very passionate about what they're doing. And uh, so it, uh, I would encourage everybody to go by there and just check out to see what they're doing. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, R.A. Dickey. R.A., did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best-looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had a pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yow. It's time now to take a look at sports. We've got Maurice Patton in Murray County and Wade Neely from down in Giles County at the Pulaski Citizen. So right now we'll start in Murray County with Mo. Thanks, Chris. In this week's Main Street Murray, you can see coverage of the first win of the Tredarius golf era in Columbia Central football, as well as the Mount Pleasant's win over Spring Hill. Coverage of all of our high school football programs in the area, including Columbia Academy's road win. Um, what else do we have? We've also got a story on a change at the top of the post-19 seniors baseball program. So um, check that out. Oh, don't want to forget Columbia Central Hall of Famer and former TSSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress receiving the top award that the Columbia Peace and Justice Initiative presents. So We've got coverage of that as well. And our high school football coverage continues with Red Zone Rundown. We've got standings. We've got stats. We've got the Main Street Preps Top 25 and this week's schedule. Oh, and Mostradamus for week three. So be sure and check out the print edition of Main Street Murray. Thanks, Mo. Giles County, Wade Neely standing by with an update from the Pulaski Citizen. Wade Neely here, sports editor of the Pulaski Citizen. We're coming to you live from Rotary Soccer Park, where in just a few moments, Giles County is set to host Marshall County. Big district showdown here, a match that uh, you'll be able to listen to by the time uh, you're watching this on Pulaski Citizen Live. Download the Mixler app and search PCL GCHS. You can find a archive broadcast. But what's going on in the Pulaski Citizen this week? 
It was a mixed bag for Giles County and Richland in terms of gridiron success as Richland got its first win of the year, but Giles County suffered a heartbreaker on the road. Richland winning 23-15, to taking on Cascade. Bryce Miller had a great week offensively for the Raiders. Also saw touchdowns from Nash Petty and Jake Sands. And then Giles County uh, suffers a tough, tough loss, 34-28. to They led the whole first half. They led by a touchdown on four different occasions. The teams did not score a single point in the third quarter after a shootout in the first half. But in the fourth quarter, Hardin County cashes in on not one but two Giles County fumbles. And the hometown Tigers knock off the Bobcats again, 34-28, to your final there. The road does not get any easier for both Giles County or Richland. The Bobcats are home this Friday versus Fayetteville City. Both teams are 0-2. Both teams are hungry for a win. Richland is taking on... Wayne County as the Wildcats will come calling to the Wayne Hobbs Memorial Stadium. Again, both of those games coming your way at 7 p.m. Yours truly and Chris Bledsoe will broadcast the Giles County Showdown. Jennifer Hawkins and Mark Mize will have your Richland broadcast. So we got football coverage in the paper. We also talked about the Bobcat and Raider golf teams. Extreme heat last week, but they did get one round in. We had some great success for both of our programs there as they continue to navigate through their respective seasons. We also, uh, as always, got content and a great piece in this week's edition from our good friend and our good pal, Mr. Larry Woody. Also got some bonus coverage from the Gridiron. Got a full recap from the South Giles Eagles in their tough loss to Cornersville last Tuesday. And we have select photos from the Richland Junior Raiders who lost to Wayne County. And we have select photos from Ardmore who suffered a tough loss, 16-7 to to West Limestone in their opener. So got a little bit of everything in this week's edition of the Pulaski Citizen. Make sure you pick it up on newsstands or make sure, as always, you check it out online at PulaskiCitizen.com. From Rotary Soccer Park, I'm Wade Neely saying so long. We'll see you next time. Thanks, fellas. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the weather right after this on Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Center, this is your weather today. Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Kelly Rawson in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with a check at your forecast for your Wednesday. We are going to see a mixture of sunshine and clouds throughout the day, but we're going to start off sunny for this morning with temperatures in the lower 60s. And it also will be very breezy today. Wind gusts up to 25 miles an hour. We do stay dry for your Wednesday and you see these clouds off to our east. That's actually from Hurricane Idalia. However, we will not be impacted other than a little bit of gusty winds again up to 20-25 miles an hour as we are on the uh, very very northern side of this storm after a frontal passage. So it's kind of a double whammy and why we are going to be seeing a little bit of windy conditions for today. But again, we will stay dry for the rest of today and for the evening those clouds quickly clearing out. 
We will be clear overnight for Wednesday night and Thursday morning. As well, here's your seven-day forecast from the Tennessee Valley Weather Center. We are looking at temperatures in the low to mid-80s for highs for today and tomorrow, middle-80s for Friday. And we stay dry for the rest of this week for this weekend as well as next week. Aside from Friday, we do have a stray rain chance, but overall we are looking mainly dry as temperatures gradually warm. And that's going to do it for this edition of Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. We're here on Main Street Media TV each and every week at 10 a.m. on Wednesdays. Make sure to tune in, but also don't forget to download the Roku, Apple TV, or Fire Stick app, or on your iPhone or Android device. Just search Main Street Media TV. For everyone, I'm Chris Yao. Have a great day.